Welcome to Wind Down, the weekly catch-up between friends Scott and Lydia. We'll be discussing the stories of the week as well as giving you a much-needed dose of good news. There'll also be a book recommendation and Scott's gift of the week, all accompanied by a big glass of wine. So grab a bottle, settle down and enjoy. Hello! Hi Han, how are you? I'm good, it's our first episode! <laughs> Party poppers, woohoo! <laughs> so how really are you scary. doing? Yeah, I've been really good. I've been really nervous to do this, but we're really excited and we hope everyone enjoys it, all 15 of you. We love you. <laughs> I think it's so weird that we've been talking about this for what, a good probably year. Yeah, always like drunk at parties being like, we should do a podcast. Yeah, and now <laughs> and all of a sudden are. we're here doing it. Yeah, but it's really exciting. Yeah, it's um, so exciting. I think we should crack open the wine. Let's crack it open. So what are we drinking in our very first podcast? Well, you were given a bottle of this Barefoot Pinot Grigio. So we're going to have a go. We'll have a go. That. Let's open it. It won something though. It won a best of class gold medal in the 2016 International Women's Wine Competition USA. Why the women's wine? Also, four years old, bit out of date. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, oh, we need a we need a new winner. Come on, guys, get the women. We need the women's wine. We could definitely decide the new winner. <laughs> the women's wine. <laughs> women's wine. That's just. I feel like uh, is wine not enjoyed by all sexes and genders. Is it American? Because I feel like it sounds a bit American. Yeah, it's from California. Oh, there we go. And it's the women's wine competition USA. Okay, right. But it's got um, it's consistent quality, proven value. Oh, let's have a go. Let's see if it is any of any value. <laughs> okay, first sip. It's not disgusting. It's not disgusting, but I can't imagine like Lisa Vanderpump or someone drinking that. No, I can't either. But you know what? For like, it was like less than seven pounds. I mean, for, I yeah, for the price, like, it's actually quite good. Yeah, it's quite nice. And, and mine's really cold. It's 12% as well. Hey. I feel like it's dangerous though, to drink a bottle of wine, like unless you're like in the comfort of your own home. Because yeah. otherwise you just get trolleyed. Did you ever do that thing when you was at uni? When you used to go up and down the aisles at a supermarket looking for the cheapest wine with the highest percentage? Or was that just me? <laughs> um, I think there was lots of people, but I <laughs> allowed myself to not do that. Uh-huh. I often bought Prosecco to Prees. Or... Oh, that's because you're bougie. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I bought Valley Vodka with squash and water. And squash and water is as dire as it sounds. <laughs> Oh my god! I remember at one point I was drinking um, vodka and just like uh, flavored water. Yeah, that's so a good essentially one. it was just vodka. But I thought you know the water helps you. You know it like you it know hydrates. Your good skin still. <laughs> <laughs> you can party and look great the next day when you wake up. God, I wish I looked great the next day. <laughs> Most of the time, <laughs> Most of the time, my head's just down the toilet. <laughs> As, As someone know. who has slept in the room next to him, I can attest to that. I have heard the vomiting sounds. <laughs> I'm not that bad, people. <laughs> no, it was a stomach bug. It was a stomach bug. It definitely was. <laughs> like so how's one. your week been? Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's been a busy one, but I can't complain too much. How's yours been? Yeah, it's been, I've been really tired this week. Like, I don't know whether it's like... um. What is it seasonal affective disorder but not yeah. actually do you find this week's been... gone really fast as well yeah really fast i'm really like just been exhausted I, oh my god i woke up yesterday 10 minutes before work 
which was a major panic. I never do that. I hate doing that. I hate that fear. So I have to like rush to the shower and then like get on my laptop. But I still managed to get on there by 9am. I mean, that is the perks of working at home at the moment. (laughs) That is literally the only You can get up five, ten minutes before you're due to log on and be like, I'm here. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That is true. But I I like to go, I was like, I'll go for a run at seven when I wake up and I have like a nice like quality breakfast of porridge and something. That did not happen. I woke up at ten to nine. (laughs) Run in the shower and have some Nutella crumpets for breakfast. Oh, Nutella crumpets! Nutella crumpets with a bit of banana on them as well. Oh, so good! Oh my god, you're too bougie for me. It's not bougie. That's like a kid. That's like a real kiddies food, you know. God, that's I wake sugary. up. I wake up and all I get is a yogurt and a cup of coffee. <laughs> what do you mean you get? Do you not even make it yourself, Scott? <laughs> no, it just comes pre-made. I'll just need to take the lid off, <laughs> dive in. <laughs> Do you like a yogurt for breakfast though, to be fair? Yeah, the one yeah, I have good. is like, it's got like caramel at the bottom as well. So it's probably not the mm. healthiest, but. Oh no, I do like a Greek yogurt with a bit of raspberry granola. I mean, I feel like being at home constantly at the moment, <laughs> I'm running out of ideas of what to eat. <laughs> yeah, I'm finding that it's really boring. Like, I thought I'd be like, oh, I've got loads of time at home so I can cook more. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, nah, CBA. I mean, Miss Prep. I can't believe we're in another lockdown. I know it is really sad. Like, I feel like yeah. it was inevitable, though. I feel like it was bound to happen. Yeah, I feel like he. Almost, it's sad because like they don't know what to do. Like no one's ever had this situation before. So what are they meant to do? Yeah. And it is just hard when it's like they're like, okay, go eat out to help out, and now we're back in a lockdown. It's like and everyone. Yeah, and it's all like the youths getting blamed. The youths. Right? <laughs> the twenty six. <laughs> you're a youth too 26 going on 66 so <laughs> <laughs> you are a youth you know you know like i mean yeah the uni students are getting blamed a lot which is really sad because they're literally getting no support from their unis mm-hmm. their mental health is in like tatters and oh God, they don't yeah. know when they're going home so yeah it's a bit of a shit show for them bless them i think like you said um i think you got it quite right actually it's obviously that no one expected this to happen this year and so no one knew how to prepare for it like this we basically had to prepare as we go along kind of thing yeah Um, exactly and i thought the government have made some mistakes but also at the same time what are they meant to do exactly it's i just think it's like you're never going to be able to please everyone with what you decide to do anyway so it's just sort of like government's got to do what they've got to do yeah which is locking us in. So cheers to that one, Boris. Thanks Absolutely for that. Cheers to that. <laughs> but I'm hoping they're doing it so that we can see everyone at Christmas or like see some people at Christmas. Oh my god, yeah. Like I, I'm gonna miss Christmas parties so bad. Well, I mean, at your job you get like about five Christmas parties. So yeah. <laughs> the whole of December <laughs> last year, I think I was just intoxicated. <laughs> which is how December should be. But like, yeah, you're really going to miss out. Like, what are you going to do? I don't know. Like, Zoom ones aren't the same. Zoom ones, I, nah, sorry. I really hope that like we can all, everyone can meet up in like London, like socially distanced or like at a restaurant sort of thing. Because that'd yeah, be really that's nice. True. I mean, technically you are allowed for work stuff. So we could all just go into a building. And be like, it is essential that we drink together. <laughs> it's essential that we have all these like 16 bottles of wine. <laughs> yeah. 16 below, I think, but yeah. 
yeah, I mean, that's just a chilled night for me. <laughs> just a Friday night in. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> what have you been doing in um, lockdown, apart from work? Um, during the first lockdown, I tried to do the whole, going to get fit, lose weight. That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so going into this second lockdown, I was like, this is going to be the one. Get fit, lose weight. Um, I ended up having KFC for lunch today. <laughs> oh my god, I've never actually had a KFC, and I really want to try one. I'm sorry, so what you you've never had a KFC? I've never had a KFC. Uh, for people listening, please. <laughs> I'm sorry, you've never had a KFC. No, I don't think I'd really like it as well. Like, I love chicken, I love gravy, I love beans. Oh I don't really know what's stopping me from having it's one. A, KFC's a dream. I think it's I my favourite like fast food chain. Wow, that's a bold claim. Yeah, move over right. McDonald's. Yeah, I've kind of got off McDonald's a bit. I thought I just have it all the time. Yeah, and it's just it. always the same stuff. I mean, so is KFC, but <laughs> it's chicken. Chicken it's is It's all life. chicken. Chicken <laughs> is so good, yeah. I've had like, the skin of one of the wings mm. before. But I feel like I need to have like a whole bargain bucket. Oh my god! When you, when we next see each other, look <laughs> we'll at the bargain bucket. bucket. <laughs> <laughs> bargain bucket and a bottle of wine. Oh, oh yes, please. That is my idea of night in. <laughs> oh my god! So I tried to make cinnamon rolls the other day. Oh. Because I was like, right, Saturday in lockdown, I've got nothing to do. So I was like, they take ages to make, so I'll like do that. And apparently it's like the new thing that everyone's going to be doing this lockdown instead of banana bread. So okay. I thought I was like ahead of the trend, but I've seen it online all week that everyone's doing it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then it didn't even go <laughs> well. Oh. So my stupid brain, like I got this recipe offline and it looked fine. And then I didn't do the dough properly. <laughs> and when I say that properly, like I didn't need it because I just did it in the processor and it like came together like a cake mix. Yeah. So I didn't like, I just left it and I put it to like rest for like two hours, like you're meant to do so it can rise. Yeah. I came back and it hadn't moved in any <laughs> direction. And then I was like, well, I'll just try it because like maybe when I want to roll it out, it will be fine. That didn't happen. It got all over my hands, all over the rolling pin. I had to get mum to come and help me do it. Oh, she no. sort of salvaged it but not really she was like let's just put it in the tray see if that helps obviously didn't put it in the oven got a loaf of underproven cinnamon bread which went promptly in the bin oh babe <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone feels bad about their failures of the week don't worry i've done it worse and i think um bake-off is not in your future no, I don't think Paul would be impressed. I think Paul would just tell me to like get out of the tent, to be honest. Never mind a handshake. <laughs> no, it would just be like a middle finger at me, to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to try again this weekend, so stay tuned for Cinnamon Rolls Part okay. 2. <laughs> Next week we'll have an update with Cinnamon Rolls Part 2 worked out. <laughs> I love that. So, should we start talking about our first news piece of the week? Yes, which is Strictly. Oh my God. Well, we've literally just heard like two hours before we came on here to record that Nicola and Katja are off Strictly. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. Yeah, so to clarify, she, uh, Katja tested positive for coronavirus, so she's got to isolate for 10 days, and Nicola tested negative, but she's got to isolate for two weeks, which I don't really understand, but that's what they've got to do which then means that they now can't appear on the show 
because I think it would just be too late in the series, which I found was a bit It's hard, isn't it? Because obviously you can't just put the competition on hold. No. Um, and it's not fair if they then got like a, a whole free pass kind of thing to jump like two weeks in front of other people when there's actually probably people that will leave mm. before them. So yeah. I don't know, it's hard. Like, firstly, I feel like every series catches the one that brings drama. She does. She does like to bring a bit of um, yeah, drama it's to the. Like I was going to say the tent, but that's Bake Off. One <laughs> <laughs> competition, hun. <laughs> to the to the ballroom. She brings drama to the ballroom. Yeah, because yeah. there was that um, what was it? The Sean. Mm-hmm. Walsh? Yeah. yeah. And then, what did she have last year? Did she have any drama last year? I thought like it was probably definitely something last year. Because I remember did last her and year. Neil get divorced last year. Maybe that's what it was. Because I remember last year, I didn't really like her. And then this year, I was like, oh, she's got Nicola. Like, I'm so for this. love this partnership. And then when the news came out again today, I was a bit like, oh, that was very short-lived. I mean, I feel like we can't really have a go at catch, catching coronavirus. Well, no, but so technically, I don't know if, like, for those listeners who watch the show or don't watch the show, um, basically, one of the pairs has to one someone in the partnership has to self-isolate and be on mm-hmm. their own so but then I haven't seen or can like, I don't know I can't confirm which one of them two were self-isolating so it's like if Katia was the one self-isolating how did she get it then also yeah. if Nicola was the one self-isolating and Katia was the one jollying it out that's just a bit but, selfish <laughs> but I, I feel like they can't jolly it out because there's nowhere to jolly it out too Oh, like she must have surely like she caught it from somewhere. Do you know? What yeah, I mean? but that could have been like popping to the shops. I guess, but you, you're Which in a serious room? competition, like strictly serious. Yeah, no, you get you get your Ricardo delivery sort of catcher. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be popping to Sainsbury's. You pre-booked those time slots. <laughs> <laughs> be like, this is a national emergency. I'm going on strictly, so I have to have all ten a.m. slots, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay that two pounds for my slot. <laughs> <laughs> they should no, give I'd... that to them for free, honestly. <laughs> Give all the Strictly pros Just their time slots. for free. <laughs> and like, obviously, it is sad that they won't be taking part anymore. But then after last week's show, when they're in the bottom two and in the dance-off, I feel like their time might have been coming to an end anyway. Yeah, I mean, like, bless her. Like, she did try, but I don't think she was the best dancer. But I also yeah. think this year there's just been so many good people that it's almost like you're the best of a bad, like, you're the worst of a bad bunch, in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. It's, the standard this year has been really, really high. I think this is probably the highest I've seen it. Yeah, like everyone, apart from like Jamie, bless, yeah, him, bless him, has like been hitting it. Yeah. I mean, apart from his like Hercules thing last week, which I loved. Oh my God, um, I was in hysterics watching that. It was so good. I really needed that laugh. So thank you, Jamie. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done. Um, but, oh my God, Ramveer, what? Oh ele- my God. I am obsessed with her after that dance. I she was beautiful. That yeah, whole so, dance, everything about it was stunning. Honestly, for for those listening, if you didn't watch it, Ranveer done the foxtrot. Yeah. Um, to Dream Girls, and she got nines across the board in week three. Like I don't think like Craig given a nine in the third yeah. week. What? <laughs> I mean, I feel like Craig's been quite soft this year. Do you know what I was, I was saying this? Not that she doesn't deserve the nine, but he has been quite nice to everyone. 
yeah, his comments have been a lot nicer than the usual insults. Yeah, like, come on, Craig, maybe a bit of, maybe we don't need a bit of nastiness this year. Maybe this is the one year that we need a bit of, like, coddling. Coddling? Is that the right word? We'll go with it. (laughs) I feel like I would be like, no, that is the wrong word. (laughs) Um, Maybe he's just wanting to keep his job. Everyone's trying to keep their jobs this year, and he's there like, I'll be nice. (laughs) Yeah, that is very true. Also, I'm, I don't understand what Bruno is giving to the show. Not no offence. I do like, I miss his theatrical. <laughs> ah, but I do not, I don't know what that was. Honestly, I, I think having Craig, Shirley and Motsey on the panel is the best one. Yeah, I love Motsey as well. Yeah, and do you know what? Like, I never used to be really fond of Shirley, but I fucking love her. Yeah, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm on the fence about Shirley. See, that's what I was like last year. And then this year, I'm like, yes. You're all for Shirley. Yeah. I mean, I'm still I'm not against Motsi, Shirley. But... I'm not against her. It just goes Craig, Motsy, Shirley for me. Oh. Well, actually, no. Actually, no. Sorry. Claudia. <laughs> oh, Claudia. Excuse me. Claudia beats everyone. <laughs> Claudia just is like, there's just no, comp- there's no competition. Claudia, Claudia is God. Queen. Yeah. Like, she's just... top. <laughs> I just love her queen of my life can we talk about my absolute darling Caroline Quinton please and oh, Johannes yes of course we can because I love her so much I know was, I, was, I was a bit disappointed though with their dance because I think she can do a lot better it's the energy and like finishing the movements I think she, mm. she doesn't do like Moxie said she doesn't like I mean in Moxie's word it was something like you don't do the ratata. <laughs> basically she doesn't like put the sharpness into movements mm. everything's very fluid yeah she's quite like balletic in her yeah. like in her poise and like, how she stands and stuff you mm-hmm. can tell that she was a classically trained dancer yeah but yeah I feel like it was almost just a routine to be honest I know it was meant to be more of like a show dance like a stage like show yeah yeah but I just felt like maybe that was not even her fault because I hate to criticize Johannes but maybe that was his yeah, I mean, technically it kind of was. Because he's the one that choreographed <laughs> it. it. But we love them. Yeah, we love them so they can do the wrong in our eyes. Yeah, they can, she can fall over and I'll give her a 10. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't want to be controversial, but I didn't understand the hype around Bill Bailey's dance. Um, I, I, um, <laughs> I kind of got it, kind of didn't. Like, I thought it was good. Like, I was, like, really impressed. But I wasn't, like, wow. Yeah, I mean, to be fair... It like, wasn't better than Maisie. No. But then I have my opinions about Maisie. Okay. Like, I love her <laughs> as a person. But she's done stage school. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, exactly. So she should... But, like, fair enough here. Like, she's she's a stage school ex-pupil. So she's going to be better. So she should be marked better because her dance is far better than Bill Bailey's, in my opinion. Oh, I don't know. It's so hard, isn't it? Because they're different styles and like yeah, narratives true. are different. I don't know. I feel like I was missing. Like I'm not saying it's just because of. But I, I listeners, I do love Maisie. Like, <laughs> Maisie, hey, just do not come her. after Scott. <laughs> don't come after me, please. Um, <laughs> But I do think that she could have put a bit more oomph in her performance. Yeah, that is true. Like, but the then... dancing to Frozen. Come on now. Just let it go, Scott. Let it go. 
Should we move on to our next topic? Yes. We, have, we, have we spoken enough about Strictly? I can let go of Strictly now. <laughs> also, just a quick one before we let go of Strictly. Um, what are they, is it going to be like one episode less then this year? Because Nicola's not in it. Unless Which, this weekend no one just go, like no one goes. That would be the best option, I think. Mm. Because also what if someone else leaves? Then do they just keep on like cutting it? Will it next week? Oh my God. We'll have to stay tuned to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? It might be no Strictly. Okay, so we will move on from Strictly now. <laughs> sorry, also, sorry to any listeners that um, don't like Strictly. Might have to... Well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> if you're going to listen to this podcast, get used to it. <laughs> so our next topic is this little... It hasn't gone that big, but it's, I've seen a few people talk about it on my Twitter today. Mm-hmm. And it was um, Emma Gannon, the journalist, um, multi-hyphen method woman, basically. And she said, she wrote a tweet saying, just saw an Instagram post saying normalise normal homes. And it's making me realise how I don't scroll through filtered perfect bodies anymore. But I do scroll through filtered perfect homes. And the comparison that breeds during a lockdown may not be ideal for people. And then that tweet was retweeted by another journalist, L'Oreal Beckett, Blackett, sorry, um, and she said, Instagram is an aesthetics page like Pinterest. I wish we could normalise people not comparing themselves with every single thing they see. Some th- images are just meant to be nice images, vibes, dreams, fantasy. I don't know. So what do you think about that, Scott? I mean, it's, it, it's a hard one, isn't it? Like, there's going to be so many opinions on Instagram. Um, mm. It's like a love-hate thing, isn't it? Like, if you're job involves that like my job recently if you haven't checked on instagram guys we've put little bios up about myself and lydia for you to check out um but basically i'm a fashion stylist and a writer and i do a lot of digital articles for okay magazine and basically recently i've been having to use and get used to social media a lot more like learning Mm -hmm. what will click well kind of all that sort of stuff and even like just going through it and like when I do my research on celebs and that, it, I really get that like homes is such a big thing now. And obviously we're all living in our homes constantly at the moment, like mm-hmm. constantly there. But, and I find myself doing it. Like I often sit there and like I'll daydream at the wall and be like, I really want to paint that wall. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then like yeah. you end up sort of hating it. And then you're like, actually, I want to move house. I want to go somewhere nice. I want to do this. I want to be in a nicer area. And yeah. It walks your mind. And I yeah. think Instagram does that for a lot of people about various different subjects. Mm. And so I, I think, think the thing with homes is it's a bit different to bodies, you know, like body positivity and like, because yeah, with your body, you could go on a diet or exercise more, but your, your body is what you're stuck with mm-hmm. and you've got to learn to love it. Whereas I think with your home, you know, that is something you can change a lot more. Yeah. So I feel like fantasizing about it and like being like, oh, I wish I could live somewhere else it's sometimes a bit more of a nice fancy because you know you can change that not easily all the time and not like at the click of your fingers but that is something that you can work your way towards and that is sort of like an aspirational thing that you can work towards whereas a body that's perfect i'm doing quote marks by the way um that's something a lot harder to achieve and to put a lot of constant like anxiety in your brain about you know i'm not perfect i don't look like that Whereas I feel like home is a lot more accessible, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's the word, isn't it? Accessible. Like, I mean, 
I do feel like I'm one of those sort of people that during the first lockdown, I so, I sort of sometimes say to myself like, I don't, I don't get the whole like body image, like I don't get affected by seeing that. Mm. And it was probably yeah in the first lockdown that I actually was like, oh my god, like it's I do get like that. Then I I I went through my Instagram and I unfollowed a lot of people. Because I was like, I don't want to be seeing people exercising twenty four seven and having these amazing results. Like, I've got nothing against them. Well done for doing that. But mm. I work long hours, and yeah. once I'm done with work, all I want to do is just lay on the sofa and chill. Yeah, because but I don't like, want them work out. Like, yeah, it's like you're in the middle of a pandemic. Like, I think we always forget that as well. Like, we are in the middle of like a mass world yeah. change, and the fact that you managed to get up, work like that in itself should be applauded yeah you know but also like taken not taken not taken for granted as well because so many people don't have jobs at the moment no exactly and I think it's I think what it all kind of comes down to doesn't it is the pressure that we put on ourselves and yeah. the way we receive messages yeah exactly like how you look if you're looking through Instagram you've been like oh that's really nice for them they've yeah. got that pink sofa that's nice yeah and like we all love a Pinterest board Make it a Pinterest, Pinterest board for yourself, like for yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like, take it in that way of using it as like a style inspiration type thing. Yeah, it doesn't have to be about a competition. Yeah, and it can be like a goal to work towards. Like, exactly. I'm still currently living at home in my family home yeah. at 23 years old, which is not where I thought I'd be. Um, but it just means that when I do move out, hopefully next year, when coronavirus is gone, hopefully, <laughs> that means I'm going to appreciate, you know living in london mm-hmm. like my own little flat with my friends and appreciate it so much more yeah but it is hard i think and it also is more how you come to your instagram page at the end of the day like yeah. if you're going through your feed and you're like in a good mood you're gonna be oh that's a really nice like pink sofa yeah if you're in a really bad mood you had a bad day at work or like something's not going well you're like oh my god i don't have a pink sofa and my whole life is falling apart it really comes to how you go to instagram yeah because it's as much as like I think it was like last year a lot of influencers and that got quite a lot of like bashing in the media about how they sell things on Instagram and like how they sell mm. themselves via images but I, it's hard because it's quite controversial but I'm like do you know what like I feel like I've learned this year it is how you receive those messages mm. I could put a picture out of me with my top off like I would never do that because I'm not comfortable in that way but people might but like, I could I see myself as big but like someone else looking at that might be like you're not but and then like that could open a whole can of worms yeah well I think I'm beautiful thanks babes but it is (laughs) (laughs) but it is that thing of just like it's the mindset you're in and yeah obviously following people that you like agree with or Mm -hmm. you feel comfortable viewing that is going to help but also at the end of the day I feel like I'm I'm certain to go through Instagram and I see all these perfect images. So I'm so kind of like used to it. I'm not, I don't really focus on it anymore. So it doesn't affect me because I'm like, I'm so used to that being Instagram is this perfect thing. That's cool. But that's it for me. Yeah. You, know? you can, you have that switch off button kind of thing. Yeah. Cause I'm like, it's just a influencer world where people have to make these images for their careers, for that, for them to get, you know, food on the table. And I think that's a, like, you made, I think you just made a really good point is that it's an influencer world. Like, or it's it's in it's it's a world of its own 
Like, and mm. I think you sometimes have to keep reminding yourself of that is a world of its own. Like, yeah. Instagram is Instagram. If you're going to log in and scroll through Instagram, mm. make sure you're following the right people. Like, yeah. I mean, I used to follow like obviously reality stars and stuff like that. And I come to the realization that honestly, I'm like, why am I following these people? Like, mm. I have a work account for work that involves a lot of those people. So mm. if I want to look at that, I'll go onto that Instagram. Yeah, my Instagram's for me. So I want body positivity. I want sassy quotes. I (laughs) I want all of that kind of thing in my life. I don't want things that I know are going to trigger me in some way. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, your Instagram is for you. It's what you look at every day. And you got to make sure you enjoy it. And remember you're in control of what you see and also what you put up. Yeah, exactly. People just need to be happy. Live their best life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if only if it was that easy if only, <laughs> no, if only. <laughs> um and just to finish that off that'll not do and gloom of instagram because you know it's what you make it but we've got a little weekly dose of news which we'll be doing every week just as like a nice little perk to you know that the world isn't all thunder and lightning and sadness and corona yeah there's, there's happiness somewhere in the world guys yeah. <laughs> so the story that i found this week and we're gonna switch it up so like i'll find a story one week scott will find it the next week so we can both give each other a little bit of surprise so my story that i found this week is that a man 21 becomes the first person with down syndrome to complete an iron man triathlon oh my god yeah so he started with a single push-up and now he's got a guinness world record um, so the Ironman triathlon involves a 2.4 mile swim, a 112 mile bike ride, and a 26.2 marathon run, which <laughs> makes me sound, which tires me out just reading that. Oh my god, um, I need to lay down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was um, Chris Nickick um, from Florida. So he's got Down syndrome, and he did the event in 16 hours, 46 minutes, and nine seconds um and he didn't just like do that he also had he was attacked by ants at a nutrition stop fell off his bike a few times his knee was cut and he was dripping with blood as he crossed the finish line um but he was determined to finish the race and he also raised loads of money for charity as well he raised over forty six thousand dollars for down syndrome charities from the special olympics oh my god (laughs) yeah and he's hoping to qualify and he's in qualifying to compete in the triathlon for 2022 special olympic u.s games which is really sweet and nice i think that's so amazing that i think i mean it shouldn't be like a thing Mm, that's true that people with special needs and disabilities can't do that but i Mm. think the fact that this young man has done that and shown the world actually sort of a middle finger up really isn't it like yeah you I can, can do anything do you set your I mind can't. to. And the fact that it wasn't even like a plain sailing, he was like attacked by ants and he fell off his bike, yeah. he was bleeding and he kept yeah. going. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, I know. And like doing that, I'm just like, I couldn't do like, I struggled with my 20 minute run the other day. So props oh to God, Chris. Like, picking up the wine glasses and exercise <laughs> for me. <laughs> so shout out to Chris because you've well really done, smashed Chris. it. And we have not, but well done. It's not about us. It's not about us. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well done, Chris. <laughs> okay, so Lids, what have you been reading this week? Well, first of all, I'm just going to fill up my wine glass. 
I mean priorities here. Sorry, are you still on your first glass? Um, I'm just coming to the end, but I did pour myself quite a, um, a hefty glass. Okay, I'll say I did two little glasses and you have one big glass, no way oh, yeah. even. But, um, I think I'll go answer. home. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, we're already home. <laughs> oh, <hey. laughs> um, yeah, no, to get back to topic, this week I've been reading Life in Pieces by Dorno Porter, the writer, documentary maker, pretty much a queen on Instagram, she's pretty mm-hmm. cool. I, I rate Dawn O'Porter. Um, and so it was it was her diary of lockdown, which sounds pretty boring. You know, you'd be like, I literally couldn't, I'm done with lockdown. Yeah. But, so she was isolating in LA with her son's aunt and Valentine and her husband, Chris O'Dowd. And it initially started off as her blog that she was just doing for her, um, a select group of readers that pay to like read her writing. And then the publisher was like, actually, why don't you turn this into a book? And she was like, actually, yeah, I'll do that. I mean, I would. Be like, I've got all this writing here. I mean, if you can make the money out of it, do it, hon. (laughs) Yeah. And it was actually, yeah, like I said, like, you'd think reading about someone else's lockdown would be really boring. She's like, I've had enough. Yeah. But it was actually quite nice to, like, because I know we were like, oh, we're all in the same boat. Like, we're all in the same. But it's actually quite nice to read that someone else is literally, like, having a tequila at four o'clock, literally crying you know mm-hmm. like hating it but also it kind of gave a lot of hope as well and it was just quite comforting to read yeah um she also she was really good friends with caroline flack yeah. and she did talk a lot about caroline really in the book so she obviously the caroline's funeral was like just before lockdown yeah so dawn had gone flown to london and that she made it back just in time before everything started to shut down God. so she it was quite sad to read those parts. It was also quite nice because she was saying some of her memories of that. Yeah, I was going to say, I never knew they were friends. Yeah, they're really good friends. Because um, it was Caroline's birthday. Um, on Monday. It, I think it was Monday, wasn't it? Yeah, and they've actually, her family announced today that um, all her money will be going to charity. It's sad, isn't it? It is sad, but Dawn like, spoke about it really nicely and talked about grief in the you know that it's not a linear process and you know one day you're gonna be really happy and like memories and one of her my lovely memories I wrote down about that she said about Caroline was they were talking about crisps and I love crisps (laughs) (laughs) and Dawn had said crisps save lives and Caroline said it back to her and they just both like pissed themselves laughing and I just I love that little like the idea of them talking about crisps and also I just love that quote yeah I mean it's like a it's a little connection, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they obviously had a friendship. Like it wasn't yeah. just like a meet at an event, that's it kind of thing. Yeah, it was a proper friendship, friendship, and yeah, oh, it was just really lovely. So when did that? Do you know when that came out? Um, probably shouldn't it that it came out a few weeks ago. I read it like yeah, I read it this week, and it was just nice to I like- for her love. Her love of the buffet, which I was like, yes, oh, I love the buffet. See, now I do and I don't. You make you put on a really good buffet spread though. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> literally any, <laughs> literally um, any party that Scott puts on, it's just the perfect spread of food. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a bit weird with buffets. I've always have been. So Okay. Then we have to end our friendship now. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, hear me out, guys, hear me out. Warm, fresh buffets, I'm fine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't give me no cold stuff. If I'm at like uh big party where I don't really know anyone or that I will not touch a food that's interesting yeah okay to be fair my most recent buffet experience has happened at your house where it's been like 
mozzarella jalapenos like straight from the oven and like potato wedges and that sort of thing I'm like that's the kind of buffet I like yeah like just don't give me cold stuff and then like I don't want to eat stuff that other people have probably picked up and been like don't want that bit I'll put that bit down yeah like, like a cold not. cold pickles at like a christening uh, yeah. yeah yeah that's not oh my god five. yeah do you know what christening buffets they're ugh. well no we're talking like dark spring rolls fresh from the oven in a party of about 12 that yeah. you know everyone there and you're the first onto the buffet so it's fine if you've touched it first exactly and do you know what like <laughs> you're all close friends who cares <laughs> yeah exactly you're pissed already so just grab the spring roll and go for it again guys <laughs> so what gift have you been given scott and just for clarification while we're doing this scott well one you please okay <laughs> so yeah I, earlier i said about my job a fashion stylist and writer and basically i get sent some gifts from prs and brands as either as a thank you for featuring them in the magazines i work on or basically to review them and then feature them um and i'm so excited about my gift this week <laughs> also just to clarify this is not sponsored we're not getting paid for this so this is not a sponsor i got sent a wireless remote control hoover right <laughs> okay and it comes with a built-in surveillance system what <laughs> wait like a security camera in your hoover literally and it talks to you it's like an what alexa but a hoover so like what? It has its own little charging station and when you turn it off it's like going back to charging station and it just waltzes across the room back to its charging station but i get that i just I, the the surveillance camera bit is the bit that i'm like sorry what yeah i think the i feel like the company need to sort this out a little bit because it announces when the camera's turned on that's say not going to be good for the burglars exactly like say you're out and about and you're like let me just nose around at home you think there's a man in there and all of a sudden it's surveillance system on of course they're gonna run <laughs> <laughs> although to be fair if they're gonna run they're gonna run which is well, we just want them to run and take anything they might take the hoover <laughs> no. like take away the evidence also its name is max is that your name oh, that's you legit its name max uh i'm already feeling the max vibe no it's, it's like max extenders you know I mean, it's, it's, it's white, but it's not ginger. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I feel like it's a pet. I honestly feel like it's a pet. We used to have like a bigger one. And yeah, I did feel like a pet because we're not allowed pets at home. because mum's straight. So it did, the Hoover was the closest thing we had to a pet. That, that, sounds, that sounds really sad. <laughs> it was, but you know. You'd have to come around and meet Max one day. I'm in love with it. I think, I think well, it I actually think... is one of the best gifts have been gifted that is a bold claim because he gets a bloody ton of stuff like every day i used to basically be scott's assistant essentially and Wait, that's not a joke no, no that's not a joke i literally used to be scott's assistant before i left um and yeah he's the amount of shit he used to get sent not shit sorry the amount of stuff scott used to get sent was amazing because you get loads of cakes and like donuts which was always really nice yeah and do you know what this time of year is the best time you'd get them and i'm really missing out on them <laughs> PRs, if you're listening, you know we're Where's sending to. Where's my mince pies at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't like mince pies, PRs. So uh, I like a gingerbread man or I love a gingerbread man. Shortbread, chocolate. Mm. I just don't like mince pies, PRs. 
you're probably not listening because probably like 10 listeners listening but <laughs> if one of you's a pr hit us up you know honestly though i oh no it was another thing i got gifted but it relates to what we're talking about so i'm gonna say it quick blondies cookies i think they're called Ooh. yeah i think that's what they're called um honestly absolutely delicious you can get so, so like, many different flavors but it's a blondie isn't that a blondie just like a one flavor might be thick so that's like one of them is a blondie's cookie right. but the brand i think is called blondie's cookie oh no i really want a cookie and but like ones i got sent was like a mixed mixed one so it came with like five and it was like blondie's cookie an oreo cookie a sea salt and dark chocolate um Nutella i'm like salivating something. i'm Honestly. like salivating oh. it was they were divine that you do really, really have the best job in the world. I am very jealous. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scott, I'm very jealous of your cookies. And I think my jealousy is, you know, at a peak. So we might have to cut it off here and um, wrap it up because I need to go cry and find some cookies. <laughs> and I've got to go and get, let Max out for a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> does he just let out a little dust balls every few minutes? Oh, God. He'd better clean it up if he does. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to our first episode of wind down yes if you liked it please give us a good rating and leave any comments review subscribe that whole shebang um and we've also got an instagram as well we sure do <laughs> which is wind down the podcast and our email if you're you know wanting to write a long letter <laughs> virtually <laughs> email us at winddownthepodcast at gmail.com but all those little addresses will be in the show notes because we've probably said it too fast <laughs> <laughs> but yeah thank you guys so much for listening thank you guys we'll see you next week next week bye, bye.